0: E.K.H.K. No Luke, Hangred, and Scorpion, Sonya Blade, Sub-Zero, Boroshan, Zorrenta, Baraka, J Jax, Kitaro, Kit, Tanaka, Lao, Mulina, Nukse, Buzza, Shao Kahn, Smok, Chameleon, Cyrax Er, Mac, Wolf, Nightwolf, Rancector, Sheet, the Sindel Striker, Foo didn't tremor, the drumming, out, of ashra, kira, onaga, take, black fairy. Jackie Scarlet, Collector, Welcome to Mortal Podcast, the show where I, Ben Meckler, walk my friends through the entirety of Mortal Kombat lore from the perspective of of a single character. Today, my guest is writer. Uh what else? I feel like I always feel like there should be more than one thing cuz people are multifaceted. So, uh I'm just going to say uh vegan um hmm. That's pretty much it. No, 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 it. no, there's more, there's more, there's more. Uh clone high enthusiast. True. Uh and that's it mm, that's it i think that's pretty much everything there is <laughs> to say about you uh chris Amick. hi everybody hi ben hi uh chris you're my writing partner that's true so, this is
1: exciting in that we... It's so, so funny that I'm your writing partner, but you only know three things about me. Well, th- I... I think that's very telling. I mean, is it fair to say that that's all there is
0: to know <laughs> about you? That is fair.
1: Yeah, there is. Yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: I don't... Th- I mean, you're not a very complicated person. I'm really not. I'm a I, simple man with simple needs. I think
1: you're undeniably not a very interesting person. That, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> which which is great to have in a writing partner, because I'm a real blank slate. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's easy. It's
0: like uh, it's like uh, having a pack mule. Yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly i pretty i just carry around all of our scripts yeah
0: <laughs> print it out in a, in a neat stack in your hands at all times in case we got to hand them out to any just big execs you never know, you never know
1: who you're gonna meet in you hollywood. never know
0: anytime i go to a starbucks a coffee bean or a pete's mm-hmm. coffee but i'm always on the lookout for anyone wearing a blazer that i can hand a printed out screenplay to specifically those three
1: places yeah because that's where you meet big hollywood producers i
0: literally can't think of anywhere else to meet a big hollywood producer that's
1: it that's where i have all of my meetings <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, are you cool meeting up at the Coffee Bean? Sure, which one?
1: Yeah, which one do you want to go to? The which of the Coffee Bean do you want to
0: <laughs> Is there one on
1: Laurel Canyon? Yeah, of course. There's one on every road.
0: Yeah, I guess that's, <laughs> that's probably true. Uh, Chris, it is exciting to have someone on the show that I, uh, for fun and as a profession, tell stories with for a living when the show's all about
1: storytelling. That's what the show's about? Oh, shit. Oh, right. no. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, I realized this morning, I, I've never told you that I have a podcast. I've kind of just been slipping out of uh, out of our meetings and out of work uh, for 90 to 120 minutes um, without really explaining myself. I do have a podcast. It's this podcast. It's called Mortal Podcast. The reason I invited you over today was to be on the show. Great. Um, Well, I'm excited to be here. This is going to be fantastic. Great. Well, I'm really happy that you're just taking to this so quickly. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? It'd be really problematic if you were like, oh no, thanks, (laughs) because I don't (laughs) have anyone else to record with today, and the episode goes up
1: um, in two days. (laughs) You're doing a podcast today? Oh, I got. I gotta go. I'm sorry. Well, I thought that was clear earlier when you said you were fine with it. No, no, no. You uh, said you were excited to be. I thought you were. I thought we were just talking about just going to get some coffee.
0: No, you said like a moment ago. you were excited
1: to be here. Oh well, in that case, I'm excited. After I told you about the podcast, let's begin. I'm ready. You're being real (laughs) wishy-washy about this. It's
0: making me nervous. All right. uh, So before we get into the character that we're covering today, uh, this is going to be fun because this is a question we have to answer on an almost daily basis in general meetings. (laughs) But there's a segment uh, of the show this season because I realized that all the characters covered in Mortal Kombat 2 and thus covered in uh, the second season of Mortal Podcast, which we're in the midst of at this very moment. Uh, There's a theme that binds them all, and that theme is friendship. So in the segment friendship, we're going to talk about Chris how we became
1: friends. I think we should we should let's make sure we're not doing it the way we do it in general meetings. In case
0: someone that we're going to meet with in the future listens and Yeah, cuz then they're going to be
1: like, "Oh, I already listened to this podcast. Yeah. I don't need to have this can, meeting." Can you can
0: you fucking imagine? <laughs> pretty soon you guys <laughs> if, just we gonna tell to, <laughs> if we went to meet with someone and they were like, "Oh, yeah, no, I listened to every episode of Mortal Podcast uh so every Chris." So, so I, I already pretty much know. get. It. We can yeah. just skip over <laughs> how you guys good. know each other. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, how we actually know each other is that we went to film school together. We went to college together in A Florida. Florida State University. Florida State University. FSU.
0: Go Knolls, which I believe is the go football Knolls.
1: team for the school. That, and and the other teams, too. Oh, They're okay. also called They're the also called Knolls. Knolls. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, we went to film school together, and uh, we were sort of like the, the comedy people of... Of our class,
0: Everyone we went to school with who's listening
1: is Hates us. is livid now, Hates having us. heard that. Well, it's also true though. we were also the two people who were the said, most said, interested in making comedy films. But at the same time, I made no comedies while I was there. Not true. Your
0: F two was literally okay. Two yeah, pe- that was your second school project was two people eating dinner together,
1: and the whole joke was that um, one of them one is one of them is just dressed as a man and has a fake mustache. Yes. Yeah, because I yeah that was the whole thing. Yeah, and it was very dumb. It was a comedy, and it was I guess looking back, maybe it wasn't yes. a comedy. Sure. But at the time, I thought it was a comedy. But yeah, I guess your other your but other everything else, I was doing dramas. Serious, yeah, yeah I was dramas. doing uh, hard dramas. You were doing
0: dr- dramatic films. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I think I kind of realized at that point that. Uh, in high school, there was no way to possibly make a drama. Um, and yes, I will be calling it a drama from now on. Okay. Um, there was no possible way to make a drama because you're all 16 years old. And so you're like, well, you have to play the grandpa who's Are dying. you kidding me?
0: 16 is when you're feeling <laughs> the most feelings. It's a perfect time to That's make a true. drama. Well, it's a perfect time to play a grandpa who's well, I dying. Well, wasn't,
1: I wasn't doing euphoria, all right? I was a right. good kid. I was, right. I was spending all of <laughs> you my time. <weren't> <laughs> you weren't having was, a euphoria. I was the opposite of euphoric. Okay. Uh, I, was, sure. I was not doing drugs and yeah. having fun. Uh, I was making uh, screwball comedies with yes. my boys. You were you were <laughs> a jolly rotund <laughs> jokester. I was, yeah, that's true. I was much bigger back yeah, then. Yeah, all same. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so no, I got to film school and I was like, oh well, time to. Oh, I have I have actors here that are appropriate ages for different roles. Uh-huh. Great, I'm gonna try doing those things, and that was fun. But I feel mm-hmm. like on the side, you and I kind of, we, we started making like some sketches. And started well, we were the unbearable things. class clowns. We really were. And then, yeah, we started making sketches together. We started
0: making comedy sketches out here in Los Angeles uh, because no one was going to pay us to make anything, um, which sometimes is still true. And that's <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes people don't pay us to make. Oh, things. to be clear, we're writers, so yeah. nobody pays. Us. No, 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 no. It's like pulling teeth. Um, but uh, yeah, we started making comedy sketches together, just brazenly doing so, putting them on YouTube, and that was fun. Yeah, with our boy Mike
1: Felker, also Mike, from our uh, class.
0: Shout out, Mikey Felker, definitely listening right now and getting married soon. Congrats, bud. Congrats, um, my friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, and then uh, we started writing
1: together. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started a sketch group, and we just kind of started making a bunch of sketches every other weekend. We and, covered that part already, and uh, we just talked about that. Uh, yeah, oh, I guess, I guess we moved we on. Already, oh, we yeah, started we're, we're writing. Great, right, right, so we started writing. Yeah. Together. Well, that well that whole that whole thing turned into like, oh, we don't have time to do this anymore. Right. There's no possible sure. way we can keep making yeah. sketches. So this is around. Like,
0: this was around when we had our real jobs, which I believe at that particular moment in time was that I was uh, the pre-vis coordinator on the film G.I. Joe 2, Retaliation, and you were uh, an assistant at Kevin Spacey's production
1: company. Which is not cool to talk about anymore. No. At the time, I was like, yeah, this is a big deal. Well, you know. Right now, not They fun. were making House of Cards. People liked the show <laughs> back then. <so. laughs>
0: uh-huh. It was groundbreaking before. Uh-huh. <laughs> now in different
1: ways. <laughs> so yeah so then we started just writing uh, we we wrote a pilot together Uh and we didn't know how to write a pilot so it was I think 12 pages long and we were like we did it Yeah, we wrote a pilot we're professionals I I would like to
0: think back and say that we knew that that was not the length of a television (laughs) pilot Mm, I, I, I took a whole
1: class about TV writing in school I knew that 12 pages was not the full length of a TV pilot Me personally, I thought we had maybe written like an hour long Oh, okay Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Well, you thinking.
0: know what they say A page is usually about 10 or 15 minutes yeah. <laughs> on the screen
1: I put a lot of beats yeah, in my scripts Yeah, yeah, yeah You gotta get those beats in Tense there Tense beat Yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, most of my pages are just the word beat and getting its own line yeah. six or seven times in a row. Yeah, yeah. Uh, broken up by one or two lines of dialogue. And then we do beat again. It's all about creating a pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so then we started uh, uh, making some, we wrote a pilot. We developed that with uh, a production company. And then we ended up making a couple of things for Adult Swim and mm-hmm. after that point it was just sort of like oh well this is what we just need to do with all of our time and then pretty much all of our time was yeah. just writing uh-huh yada 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 yeah. we write tv go. and movies now there it is and then and now and now i spend more time with ben than i do with my wife uh ditto yeah yeah the only the only reason i'm technically spending time with my wife right
0: now is that she's in another room playing zelda while we record this podcast <laughs> which apparently counts yeah, you guys are spending. Yeah, time no, together no. Right yeah, now. we we put we put it up on <laughs> on the board. Oh, good. But this yeah. counts. As the board, yeah, the time the together. time together. board Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, married two. life it's complicated, and the thing is, you really got to get a board where you keep track of exactly how many t- hours you yeah. spend together.
1: <laughs> you always have to hit the threshold. Uh-huh. That's what it's all about. Uh, but that being said, I spend all of my time with you, and also I've listened to every episode of Mortal Podcast. So that so you're probably says going something. to be
0: finishing my.
1: Very good snake impressions we just did. Snake impressions <laughs> this whole episode. <laughs> and my sentences. Oh um, no, oh that oh that also being said, uh, I listened to every one of them, but I did not retain all of the information. Sure. There's I, a lot of names. There's a lot of realms. It's
0: it's good to know it's good to know that uh let's see, how many episodes have there been now? Fifteen, I think. So something like between fifteen and I'm gonna say between fifteen and eighteen hours mm-hmm. you've mm-hmm. listened yes. to uh explaining the lore of Mortal Kombat and it <laughs> hasn't it hasn't took.
1: It hasn't quite
0: sunk in yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what today's about. That's apparently. okay. This is only season two of I, I'm planning to do seven seasons. Great. Uh so I am hoping by the end of seven, once you've gotten all eleven games worth of characters, mm. backstories and lore and everything that uh uh you'll get it. That's when the quiz will happen. That's when you'll we'll get. See it what it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and then great. and then I'm that'll decide whether or not we're still writing partners. Perfect.
1: Great. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, there's a lot of pressure now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Was that not clear? <laughs> the whole point of this
0: podcast is to figure out how much information you can retain about Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Not you, a lot. you, Chris Abik personally. Oh boy.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, listeners, uh, ch- <laughs> check in with me in a couple of months There's and we'll see what i a lot I'm up on to. the line. Oh, wow. You think I'm going to finish five seasons in a couple of yeah, months? Yeah, I think so. We should all be so lucky.
0: <laughs> I'm going to be like 38 years old finishing up this season. <laughs> I uh, can't wait
1: for you to interview your kids. Yeah. This is going to be great. So kids, what did we moment. what did
0: we learn? Uh, and remember, I will divorce one of you. If, uh, if <laughs> oh, so the stakes are the same. Every yeah, episode the stakes are the is same. if you don't
1: retain this, we don't get to have a relationship anymore. Precisely. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So... A character that we are talking about here today is uh, a, a an interesting and unique character in Mortal Kombat uh, in that he is definitely one of the more underwritten characters That said the reason this character exists and the way that they fit him into the lore, I think is like pretty great. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about Kintaro today who was sort of the sub-boss of Mortal Kombat 2. He was the Goro of Mortal Kombat 2 in more ways than one. Uh, Like Goro, he's a Shokan. Mm -hmm. He is half dragon, half human. Uh, He's got four arms. I was going to say, he's Uh, got the four arms, uh, He's got four arms. He's got three little sausage fingers on each (laughs) arm. Um, He's from Outworld. But specifically, the Shokan live in the uh, subterranean kingdom of Kwatan. They have their own monarchy. They have their own society. Um, And the way that Kintaro kind of fits into that society is that he, uh, if you look at a photo of him, you'll realize, looks kind of like Goro and kind of not. Because while he has the same body shape, he has tiger fur and a tiger's face.
1: Oh, so he's better.
0: Yeah, he's a tiger Goro. Great. And the reason for that is that, uh, I mean, the outside of lore reason is that they wanted to add a Tiger Man character to Mortal Kombat 2, but it was going to be like way too expensive the way to make like a whole suit for a person to wear. Uh-huh. So instead, they made a stop motion character like they did with Goro that had tiger fur because it involved way less fur. <laughs> so. So the
1: start of it was just, we, we need to have a tiger. we got to have a tiger person. we got to have a tiger person. Which, here's
0: the thing, sound, a sound, that's sound logic. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I think that's great. It's like, a good we idea. We should all be
1: so lucky it to is just a say, good idea. oh, I want to put a tiger, a tigerman in this? Great, I'm going to do it. I
0: mean, they weren't that lucky in that they were immediately shot <laughs> and down not able and told, to we can't afford a man's worth of fur. Instead, yeah. you must make a miniature. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, all right. So they pretty much tigered, they up, a a, they tigered up a goro. Great. And uh, the in-lore reasoning, because we haven't met any other tiger-looking Goros in the games, uh, the reasoning is that within Shokan society, in the underground kingdom of kuatan in Outworld, uh, there is the monarchy, and Goro's the prince. He has a dad who's the king, King Gorback, around the time of Kentaro's life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the drake- By the way, my
1: dad's name is Chris Back. Oh, that's yeah. fun. My name is Chris. My dad is Chris Back.
0: That's cool. I don't think his, I knew that. I thought father, your dad's Chris name Pacific. was Trip, but I guess that's a nickname. That's a nickname. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well that's cool. So same. I get so it. So you're gonna really relate to the Yeah, story. I
1: re I I'm already feeling the connection. Right. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: within within the monarchy of Kotan, within the society of the Shokan, um, there are the Draco who uh that includes like Goro, that includes Gorbak. Um Who have sort of smooth skin and they're very upper class. They Mm. are like the royalty or the upper class of of Shokan society. And then there's the Tigrar, uh, which is Kintaro's uh, subspecies of the Shokan. (laughs) Could you spell that? T i g r a r. Okay. Were you imagining r a w r like uh, like an emo like an emo username on MySpace (laughs) in like the early
1: two thousands? Well, I mean, when did this game come out?
0: Uh, this game did not come out in the early two thousands. No, it was
1: nineteen ninety four, I believe. Okay, so it could have influenced the Evo. Yeah, RAR, it, I think. Yeah, I, I think
0: for sure. I think definitely these games influenced, uh, you know, bands like Head
1: Automatica. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, they have like a majority stake in Hot Topic, right? Uh, the Mortal Kombat franchise, yeah, or Midway Games, yeah, Midway Games. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they they, were... they have
0: dissolved as a company, except for all of the former board members now own a majority stake in Hot Topic.
1: Right. Yes. That's why, like, Hot Topic's whole thing is like, Hot Topic, get over here.
0: Yeah, That's that our is tagline. Why, <laughs> that is why. And honestly, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great tagline. tagline for a great store. Tagline. Get over here because it, it makes really want to get over there. It compels you to get over there and yeah. start spending some cash,
1: and then also start buying some Stewie shirts.
0: Oh yeah, that guy's yeah. funny. I like, I like the character Stewie because he says what we're all thinking. <laughs> that Lois has to die. <laughs> uh, so Kentaro's a member of the Tigrar. They have tiger fur and they are the like lower working class of uh, Shokan society. And that's kind of where Kentaro fits in. That said, it is implied, though not ever explicitly said, that he has a... Special relationship among the Shokan For a Tigrar And that he kind of has a relationship with Goro They have Not like their boyfriends Although that'd be kind of tight hmm. um, He They just seem to have a friendship So I would imagine you could infer, class lines Yeah you can infer That like when they were kids They just became friends Before they knew that class was a thing mm-hmm. And they have maintained that friendship And Goro being a prince Gets to do whatever he wants So it's like fine They're, they're kind of a, a barbarian uh, tribe, the Shokan. They live their lives by savagery and war, and that's kind of how they measure each other's character. So I don't imagine that they... Are super strict about like oh well you used the wrong fork you're a lower class shokan. It's also hard to hold forks because
1: they only have. Well, they got those little sausage fingers.
0: It's either harder or easier. I I don't know. Depends on what their utensils look like. I guess I can't imagine. I guess they don't have a lot of dexterity. Great Mm -hmm. for punching. Probably Mm -hmm. not great for holding like a salad fork. Right. They probably have a hard time with like
1: oysters. Mm -hmm. Um, That's sad. Or escargot. Yeah. I mean, I'm vegan, so it's fine. I don't care. Right. As you're, established, you're not, you're as one not of judging. my three things. Yeah, one of your three things. Yeah. I'm <laughs> waiting for Clone High to come up later. <laughs> uh,
0: so, so within Outworld society now, so there's the Shokan, They have their kingdom in, in Kuatan, um, and they're an independent kingdom, but their entire kingdom is subservient to Outworld's emperor, Shao Kahn, and has been for a long time. It, we don't know exactly when Shao Kahn became the emperor, of Outworld. He used to be the god protecting Outworld. He seized power and became the emperor instead. Um, and since that happened, whenever that happened, at least like a few thousand years before the games really kick off, uh, the show kind of been subservient to him and specifically have been in a rival with another sort of brutal race that exists within Outworld, uh, the Centaurians, who uh, you may have guessed our centaur, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, they've kind of competed for Shao Kahn's affections with the sh- with the centaurians. Um, that said, for at least five hundred years before the very first Mortal Kombat game, the Shokan have been in favor. Um, so, really, for most of Kintaro's life, the Shokan have had favor in Shao Kahn's eyes because Prince Goro became his champion in mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. which of course was the these fighting tournaments are the only way that shao Kahn can conquer the various realms so when he sets his sights on uh, our realm earth realm and has trouble conquering it uh it is with prince goro's help that he's able to win nine tournaments in a row almost to the 10 that you need to merge with another realm mm-hmm. so at the start of kintaro's story uh Goro is Shao Kahn's champion. The Shokan have a very prideful life uh in favor uh under Shao Kahn's eye. Until Goro goes to the tenth tournament in Earth Realm. He's like, Alright, see you later, Kentaro. Peace. He goes to the tenth tournament in Our world, he goes to or sorry, in Earth Realm. He goes to a place called Shang Tsung's Island, which is where the tournament takes place. It's the island that belongs to um Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung, yeah. Uh, Every
1: Yeah. <laughs> every time I hear you say it, I think of Yoshi's Island. So in my mind, it's this beautiful cartoony.
0: Right. Crayon, yeah. crayon art style. Yeah. yeah. Lots of cute little dinosaur mm-hmm. babies. Yes and then four-armed dragon people ripping other people in half the long way. Right, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. I would love to see a crossover. I don't know if that's something that could happen. Is that possible? Yeah, I mean, I guess like if you added Goro to Super Smash Bros, which would be tight. Okay. Um, you know, they've been adding a lot of other fighting characters, so I just feel like now is the time. Might as well. I want to see what the insides of my favorite Mario <laughs> <laughs> universe characters look like. Probably very similar to the outsides. I'm certain I could find yeah. some deviant art if I, really <laughs> to, if I really wanted to look, and I really wanted to know. Uh, so, Goro ships off. He come. He goes uh, to another realm. Kentaro's hanging out. You know, being an enforcer in Outworld, I'm sure for Shao Kahn, as he's supposed to. And then word gets back to him that Prince Goro was killed. In Earthrealm, he failed at the 10th tournament. Shao Kahn lost the 10th tournament. They are no longer one tournament away from conquering Earthrealm. And uh, specifically, it was that Goro was defeated in battle by a, a Shaolin monk named Liu Kang and then ganged up on uh, by two Earthrealmers, this guy Johnny Cage and this woman Sonia Blade, uh, and killed by them, is the story that he's told. So he's like, Holy shit, now the Shokan, not only is my prince dead and probably my friend. Um, but also the Shao are at risk of losing their favor, and it's really important to them that they continue to have a favorable relationship with Shao Kahn because he
1: kind of controls every resource in Outworld. And he could very easily just be like, you know what, I like the Centaurians now. Mm-hmm. I'm going full horse. Yeah. Or half horse, at least. I'm going full half horse. I'm going full half horse. I'm going full half yeah. man and half horse. I get it.
0: Yeah. So uh, the solution that Kentaro comes up with, he hears that Shao Kahn is sending his Tarkatan hordes um, to Earthrealm to basically do terrorism and attack some Earthrealmers and bully them into uh, coming back to Outworld for a do-over tournament, uh, which is yeah, not really part of the rules, but he's just going to do it anyway. That's like schoolyard rules. It's schoolyard rules. Yeah, yeah you can get a do-over <laughs> yeah. uh, if the other person agrees. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, And the Tarkatans are like you know these crazed uh, mutant warriors that Shao Kahn kind of just uses as his death squads. So he's going to send them to Earthrealm to, you know, kidnap some Earthrealmers, kill some Earthrealmers. And Kintaro says, oh, I'm going to go with them, Shao Kahn, and help. And specifically, I will get revenge uh, for Prince Goro's death. And Shao Kahn's like, yeah, sure, dude, I don't give a shit. Do it.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> this is not like a Sub-Zero situation where he's going to take over Goro's name. No. Okay. All right. No.
0: And he's never going to be a prince. Okay. He knows that because he's Tigrar. Gotcha. Uh, Too furry. Right. He's far too free to be the prince. Yeah. Maybe if he shaved down, curious what's under there. Mm. Maybe it's too soft. Probably not dragon fur. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, so, <laughs> so Kintaro uh, goes through a portal to Earthrealm, goes to Hollywood, California. <laughs> we were
1: just talking about that
0: place. We were literally just talking about it. Do you think it. he's been to a Coffee Bean? Well, he doesn't go to Coffee Bean. I know okay. exactly where he goes. Peeps. He goes to the set of a commercial where Johnny Cage is shooting a commercial after <laughs> the first tournament. Johnny Cage, big Hollywood movie star, Mm -hmm. goes to the Mortal Kombat tournament to prove that he does his own stunts. Uh, Which is the
1: perfect motivation. Finds out about Monsters (laughs) and
0: Magic, kills a half-dragon man, and is like, all right, Man, I got to get a quick buck. I'm going to oh do boy. one of those
1: commercials. I, I just got to get back to work. Yeah. I I, I totally understand that.
0: Yeah. He took know? a month off to do the tournament and it was like, I really got to get paid. Yeah. I really got to get paid. You know, paid. I moved I to Hollywood, to
1: California because I have a passion and mm-hmm. I, you know, I just I need to stop being distracted yeah. by all these fights. Correct. I need to stop being distracted by all of these four armed monsters that I'm tearing apart. Mm-hmm. I got to go do a commercial. It's time to just get to work. Got to get my face. I out
0: got, I'm not going to, I can't have any pride about it. I just got to exactly. do a commercial and get paid. Exactly. Take care of myself. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what Johnny's doing when Kentaro just shows up and presumably just starts like picking grips up by the legs and like swinging them around in the lights <laughs> and shit and just killing the crew. That His is P. blameless is in this. Hiding behind the vans. Yeah. Please. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's it. It feels like there's a whole story in that. A, in Kentaro entering Earth realm and like going to LA and being like, well, this is way different than Outworld. <laughs> they I got guess, Coffee Bean, they got Starbucks, <laughs> they got Peace.
1: I guess that is the perfect place to go because if if you show up in Earth in Earth realm Earth Earth world Earth realm Earth realm just Earth it's just Earth to us. Um, If you show up and you've got forearms and you're a jacked old monster with fur, Hollywood is the one place where people would be like, "Maybe it's a part of the production." Yeah, everyone on the streets is like, "Far out, man!" Whoa, cool! Uh, Nice costume, dude. (laughs) Oh, it's Halloween year
0: round in this place. (laughs) Uh, I love living in the city. Angels, you see crazy stuff like that all the time.
1: Oh, they should make a movie about
0: that. Yeah, someone on a bench turns (laughs) to their friend and they're like, "I told you there was great people watching here in in L.A." (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, there's that side of it that's really funny, and then there's a side of it of just Kentaro being like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" But uh, you know, in terms of like actual Mortal Kombat lore, it pretty much makes it sound like he just. Teleported right onto the set mm-hmm. and just started killing people, <laughs> and was like Johnny Cage, <laughs> and so uh, so he's going to kill Johnny Cage. He's like attacking Johnny when Raiden, uh, the god that protects Earthrealm, and a few other uh, warriors who were in the first Mortal Kombat tournament show up, defend Johnny, and uh, basically whoop Kentaro's ass and send him and the Tarkatins back to Outworld. Wow! But not before they are successfully bullied into agreeing to this outworld tournament mm-hmm. so mission accomplished okay. probably like mildly embarrassing for Kentaro because he didn't get the personal goal of revenge for prince goro's death
1: yeah i i know that kintaro is technically evil mm-hmm. but i kind of feel for him i mean i mean his, I, in his small life all he's got is the approval of the shao khan shao khan yeah uh, that's all he's got his best friend and Prince is killed. Yeah. And then he has to go to Hollywood, which is unmanageable.
0: Oh, man. Guys, I got to tell you, here in the City Angels, it's <laughs> tough living. It's tough out here. It's expensive. Yeah, he's it's probably hot. He's probably like, uh, a cup of coffee costs that much. <laughs> you know? I mean, <laughs> 10 bucks for a hot dog. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I haven't gotten a hot dog in a while, but
0: I assume that's about what they cost now.
1: Yeah. But like, he shows up here and then also gets his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's objectively gotta be like way more badass than anyone he's i mean i guess johnny cage is there that's no true. he lost but, yeah i don't really yeah, think he's objectively fair. more badass than but, anyone but, but i mean still yeah
0: i i don't think kintaro is evil i don't think goro okay. is evil yeah. i don't think because the thing is anyone from outworld who is fighting for shao Kahn doesn't really have another choice right he is a into this. god sorcerer emperor <laughs> yeah. he could literally suck the soul out of anyone's body on a whim, in a moment, uh, and does constantly. So it really is like they are all, to a certain extent, victims. They could run away, they could hide, they could try to be refugees in another realm. But there's like a pretty long history of that not working out mm-hmm. for people. So I don't really blame Kentaro, and I think he, for the most part, acts honorably within the framework of like his own world. Right. And as we'll see, actually, He's just trying to survive there and avenge are his friend.
1: He is, yeah, which is relatable. That's, who hey, who that's among us? The theme of second season.
0: Who among us has not avenged uh, a friend yeah. that was beaten to death at a martial arts tournament that would decide whether or not our realm would be conquered by another realm?
1: To be fair, I, I almost did, mm. and then I just I kind of got really busy. Yeah, you know, sure. So one of my friends was beaten to death mm. in this savage tournament. Is anyone I know? Well, not anymore. What was anyone I knew? Uh, you know, back in college, you know, Sammy back yeah. in college. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's what happened. Oh. We all just, we all just thought that he had like a mental breakdown and went home to Kansas. Yeah. No, he was, he entered into uh, a tournament of realms, mm-hmm. uh, savagely yeah. torn asunder. Yeah. Um, no, you know what? I think I, his last I- words was actually, were, was actually a, a, a voice text, mm-hmm. uh, that he sent to me mm-hmm. that was just like
0: avenge me it was very clear he just said avenge me did chris he? oh he said chris yeah i was gonna say it's possible he that he i would say it's possible that he hit the wrong number or it was just like whatever was the first number yeah. on his phone, because your last name's is so sometimes depending on how the phone's organizing names you could potentially he could have be been texting triple a yeah
1: avenge me triple right 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 <laughs> uh man that's rough so you just did yeah i just didn't do it i got you busy i mean, I mean hey listen we've all been there Life is complicated Yeah life you is gotta, hard I you, mean you When gotta you gotta got a lot of stuff On your plate first. Exactly
0: yeah. Self care I mean it would be one thing If it was save me mm-hmm. The dude was already, already getting killed I no. feel like asking someone To avenge you Is a little unreasonable That is a lot yeah. That is definitely a lot yeah. yeah Yeah yeah
1: Cause it's saying I couldn't do it Right But you should now risk Your life Right Just for my honor mm-hmm. Which
0: I don't think that's a fair thing To ask anyone uh, Yeah I don't think so either Self care is refusing To avenge your friends Yes
1: this is 2019. After you know, they get we need their to heads, be... uh,
0: you know, gallagher by a, <laughs> a god emperor sorcerer from <laughs> another realm.
1: If it was Kentaro, it would have been Gallagher 2 Right. The follow-up to Goro. Why? Oh, because he's... Yeah. He's I not understand. the original Goro. He was the follow-up. Right. Yeah.
0: right, right, right. Which of the Gallagher's is the racist one, or is it both? It kind of feels like it's got to be both, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are the Gallagher's brothers?
1: Yeah. Aren't they? Isn't it his brother? Isn't Gallagher two Gallagher's brother? I
0: think so, but think the so. first Gallagher's like pissed. He was like, "I didn't." Yeah, because it's
1: like his brother stole his act.
0: Right. He didn't tell his brother, "You can just go be an additional Gallagher."
1: Yeah, but Gallagher is his last name. That right? it is, it's yeah. gotta be. So it's so like he is Gallagher. So he just was like, right. "Oh, I'll just do Gallagher my own thing." Gallagher two is a bit of
0: a, a misnomer. He could have just been Gallagher. He's just as legally yeah permitted to be Gallagher. But he did steal the ad. Maybe that was For like how people. he was trying
1: to keep his relationship with his brother. It's like, I'm not gonna say I'm galaxy. I'm gonna throw you a two. I'm gonna put a two in there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, everybody likes the sequel more, so yeah. We are. Well.
0: Uh fair. <laughs> 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 to whom I'm not sure. So Kintaro, humiliated in Earth Realm, returns to Outworld, at least in the comfort of knowing that the people who killed Prince Goro will now be coming to Outworld for another fighting tournament. So he says to Shao Kahn, hey, I want to fight in the tournament. Let me be your new Goro. I will fight whoever makes it to the last round, and I'll make sure that they lose this time and that we can conquer Earthrealm and get our revenge. Uh, And uh, Liu Kang, the Shaolin monk who defeated Goro in the first tournament, he winds up making it all the way up to the Kentaro round, Mm -hmm. and he just uh, beats the shit out of Kentaro. I'm pretty sure Kentaro goes down faster than Goro even did. Uh, so, bummer city Wow So, Kentaro's been humiliated now Outworld loses their do-over tournament They are no longer, uh, anywhere near being able to conquer It's gonna be at least another 500 years Mm -hmm. of fighting tournaments Do they
1: try to do another do-over? No Are they like, triple or nothing?
0: I'll I'll tell you what happened They don't try to do another do-over Instead, they do something even dumber But, um (laughs) Kintaro, you know, he returns to the Shokan humiliated. Uh, They lose their favor with Shao Kahn. He goes, I'm all in on Centaurians now. Damn. Fuck the Shokan. Half horse for life. Wow. Um, But it's still like, but you guys are still going to have to fight for me. The Centaurs are just going to be in charge now. Yeah. He's Um, still evil. Yeah. Yeah. He's still evil and he still has designs, you know, he still has plans. Uh, So he makes Motaro, the head of the Centaurians, his Mm. new general. And says, Kintaro, fuck off to the Shokan. I'll let you guys know when I need you.
1: Does Motaro ever let anyone ride him?
0: To my knowledge, no one rides Motaro. Because that'd be fucked up. But I would not say that he has a fleshed out enough story to be able to say with confidence that mm-hmm. no one has ever ridden right. Motaro. When you ri- Here's the thing I've always wondered. When you ride a centaur, what do you hold on to?
1: Their flowing hair.
0: Do you hold on to their hair? You that seems very probably, sexual. You should probably just
1: put your hands on top of their shoulders. Right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You'd hold on to their shoulders. Or like, or like it's like a motorcycle and you put their, your hands around their waist. Well, their waist seems really
0: long and low. Like it doesn't seem... I right, mean, I like, guess like, if they're... Like, around, like yeah, their kind of chest. Like, yeah, like right below their, their, their chest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess like if I was a centaur and someone asked to ride me, I'd be like, massage my shoulders, mm-hmm. hold on to them. Yeah. And now it's like we're both doing something for each other. Yeah would probably be what I'd ask for. Yeah.
1: I would say yes, but you have to ride in front of me. So they would actually Excuse have to, me? so they wouldn't be on, on my horse back. They right. would have to be holding on to my front. That's how I would make them ride me. They that's, don't get to ride me like a horse. That's weird. Well, in this scenario, I'm also half horse. Is that not weird? I mean, you're why describing is describing my... someone having to basically mm-hmm. like
0: straddle you, right? Like hug, sure. hug your torso yeah. and wrap how is, your legs around. I'm sorry, Ben.
1: How is that any weirder than riding my, my horse parts?
0: I guess it just feels more intimate because you're like presumably like face to face. Yeah, we're gonna be face to face. I guess it's not like your crotches are touching. I'm gonna, the I'm gonna say the crotch whole time is like way farther back. Yeah, exactly.
1: So it's not sexual, but I will be saying you need to give me those butterfly kisses the whole time.
0: That's when your eyelashes mm-hmm. rub together.
1: Yeah, that's when it. Yeah, exactly. Who our eyelash? Where eyelash who, to eyelash?
0: Who came up with that?
1: Oh, definitely a perv. Is It Gallagher too. <laughs> <laughs> it was Gallagher too. <laughs> uh, terrible thing. Yeah. That's so it's just bad and weird and i don't like it. What do you think here's something that i was thinking about the other day and i'm sorry that we got onto this point. But do you think anybody has ever gone like eyeball to eyeball with somebody? Yeah. And what do you think that feels like? Dry? Like what if what if it feels like better than sex? There's What if like that is, like that is the here's, that is the epitome. Okay. Here's of pleasure. here's
0: like a pretty good way to know whether or not that'd be better than sex. Uh-huh. Does it feel good when anything touches your eyeball? Yeah. Wait. Oh, I love it! That, that's unusual. Wait, what? Yeah, for other people, it doesn't feel good when things really? touch your eye. It kind of hurts. Are
1: you sure? Because I'm pretty sure for everybody else, it it's lovely. Are you sure that Was you, you just I'm don't? The outlier? Yeah, I think you are the outlier. So everyone else is getting Listeners, an
0: unbearable amount of pleasure when Listeners, they rub things on their eyes and I'm getting know. nothing out of this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, please tweet at me to let me know. Uh, and you know, you might as well uh, tag Chris too. Uh, whether or not you derive physical pleasure from mm-hmm. having things touch your eyeballs. And whether or not you've ever touched eyeballs with another person. And what that felt like. And what that felt like, if it felt good or if it felt bad. And then also, while you're like in the tweets, uh, also let us know which way you'd let someone ride you if you were a yes. centaur.
1: So there's three specific things we need answers to yeah. from you, the listener.
0: Right. Great. Do you want Go to right. recap? Okay, it seemed like yeah. you were going to recap. It. But it, it, the other thing I, I will say is, like, it, realistically speaking, if I were a centaur, I actually think I wouldn't let people ride me because it would mm-hmm. feel uh, deeply disrespectful. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> um, uh, so, Kentaro, humiliated, Do you think Kentaro ever lets Shokan. anybody ride him?
1: Sorry, I mean, we can keep on going. On his we can back? Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, like, why not? <laughs> he can give so many people piggybacks because he has so well, many arms. it's fun to
0: give a piggyback ride because it's like you're showing off, right? Yeah, but he can do a How double-decker piggyback. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't think... Yeah, why not? Then one person's hugging someone else's butt. Yeah, which feels great. Well, I'm learning a lot about you today. <laughs> I thought we knew everything about each other, and I guess
1: not. There's always something new.
0: Yeah, there's always something new to learn. Uh, so... <laughs> Kintaro gets back. He's super sad. All the Shokan are sad. Mataro's the new general. And then who should show back up but Lowell Prince Goro? What? He's not dead? He's not dead. Oh my God. And he says, look, I'm sorry. I was uh, almost killed, humiliated. I made my way back to you now. Kintaro is thrilled. Even though it will now, like, even though the Shokan are about to live through some really hard times, Outworld is not an easy place to live. They got climate changed real hard. It's kind of mm. like uh, Earth,
1: like, d- 10, 15 years from now. 20 minutes from um, now. Yeah.
0: And, uh, Wait, I, real quick question. Sorry yeah, to interrupt. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: how How do people travel between realms? Like, a realm to me feels like it's more than just like a planet. It's a dimension. Yeah. It's not a like yeah, yeah, like it's like not
0: a, planet. a few people have asked me this, and I will clarify. It's a dimension. Okay. It's not another planet. Like, we have our but whole solar system, our them. whole galaxy. There's different ways. It's usually magic. Okay. Um. So it's usually someone
1: opening a portal like Doctor so it, Strange style. Was and, Shang Tsung's island on Earth? Yes. Realm? Okay. Yes. So Johnny Cage wasn't like because I know that he gets magic later and has like a whole weird. Right. Backstory. Well,
0: but here, uh, uh, anyone can go through a portal as long as someone's opening as long one as the portal for is you. There. Okay. And then technology can do it as well. Uh, at some point, Earth's like X Files E Division to police other dimensions gets. Uh, like portal devices um that I think are still powered by like magical artifacts, but it's technology. And um and, and so it seems like the rules are a little complicated. Like a in theory, a god no, I guess like anyone can travel to another realm. The the point of the Mortal Kombat Tournaments and the goal that Shao Kahn has is more about merging the realms. Mm-hmm. So like expanding his land. It's like how you can go to Canada, but Canada's not America. Mm-hmm. But I can His, try to merge. But you can try Canada to merge Canada, Canada and America, America, and then it's all America. If
1: we fight ten times and I win. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Everyone so it's knows Just like the rules of were engagement. were we to engage <laughs> another
0: country in ten wars in a row, yeah. one all ten. Oh, okay. The country's ours. This now. is making
1: a lot more sense to me. I always like it was always kind of confusing to me how right. the Mortal Combat tournament worked, but now I definitely get it. Okay. Great.
0: Good. Glad it was clarified. <laughs> uh, so after that uh, botched, uh, or sorry, after after the botched two tournaments, uh, Shao Kahn tries to do an invasion. It involves a lot of convoluted shit, uh, magic resurrections and dealing with weird like Mortal Kombat immigration law. And basically Shao Kahn consigns the, the Shokan into traveling to Earthrealm with, uh, con- commanded by the Centaurians, they're like mortal enemies, uh, in these like death squads that are just invading Earth, um, not even doing the tournament thing anymore. Uh, that goes poorly, Kintaro and Goro again are sent back to Outworld with the rest of the Shokan. Shokan is deposed after that botched invasion, and it's mortal kind of like courtroom. a Mortal Courtroom. Mortal Courtroom. No, it's more like uh, via magic. He is. Oh, okay. He is. He is. His ass gets kicked so hard that he is magically uh, propelled back into Outworld, and in such a weakened state that he he's not. He's just not the emperor anymore. Gotcha. Would uh, you play a
1: video game that was Mortal Courtroom?
0: Yeah, I would play literally fantastic. any Mortal Kombat derivative of anything. Okay, I've played great. Mortal Kombat Kart racers. I've played Mortal <laughs> Kombat chess video games. I've played Mortal Kombat uh adventure games, puzzle games. <laughs> yeah, I would great. play a okay, courtroom cool. game. Also, there's like a really good uh, courtroom video game series called Phoenix Wright, it's Ace Phoenix Attorney. Wright. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like it'd work. it'd be really good. So um, you know, it's a time where like Outworld has no real clear leader and it's Uh, Hard times for some because there's more... It's like a bunch of civil wars happening at once. Everyone wants to cut off their own slice of Outworld. Everyone wants to, like, obtain some leadership. And it's not... And no one really has, like, a measurably stronger amount of power. So the Shokan are fighting the centaurs. And they're fighting other, you know, probably the Tarkatans. And it's hard times. And then Shao Kahn's daughter, adopted daughter, Katana, who turned out was, like, a kidnapped princess from another realm that he'd conquered a long time ago called Adenia. She uh, takes over Adenia again, brings the Adenian army to Outworld with the goal of finding Shao Kahn wherever he is in his weakened state and killing him once and for all and pretty much like taking over Outworld. Um, and part of her mission in doing so is that she creates a truce between the Shokan and the Centaurians. It's difficult, but Katana's really good at Warcraft. She's really good at diplomacy. And so she's able to uh, get Motaro and Goro to shake hands and form a truce. And together they all like go and they try to hunt down Shao Kahn. It goes okay. It doesn't go great. Uh, but at the end of it, really what happens is that the Shokan get to live in a relative time of peace and Kentaro gets to live to see a relative time of peace for his people because there's no warmongering emperor of Outworld. There's no war that they have between their race and another race. It's kind of nice. That time does not last. Mm. Uh, A few other villains try to take over Outworld. It never never has much of an effect on Kintaro's life uh, until he hears that there's this big apocalyptic war that's going to be going down at the base of this pyramid in Adenia. Actually, it might have been in Outworld. No, it's in (laughs) (laughs) Adenia. There's this big pyramid. uh, Just for the
1: the listener, uh, whenever Ben just had that little blip, uh, he actually unfolded this giant encyclopedia that mm -hmm. he's written. Yeah um and he he went and double checked it so, yeah that's yeah.
0: what all that flapping was it was me unfolding uh a 200 foot by 200 foot uh map that Truly, i've drawn yeah. up yeah incredible it's the centerfold of this encyclopedia i mean house. i wish
1: you could share it with the listener but there's just no possible i way. couldn't take a picture there's no it possible way, way to big. show it to you but let me tell you it is uh unearthly yeah it's it incredible is.
0: it's not of this earth <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> So basically, Armageddon is approaching, is pretty much what's happening. There's there's this just unbelievably massive war that's going to happen at the base of this pyramid. And the stakes are that whoever gets to the top of the pyramid is going to kill uh, this elemental god and attain godlike power and probably wipe out all life on Earth. It is uh, high stakes. And it's all because of some ancient prophecy. It's stuff that Kintaro does not really understand. What he gets is that he has to go represent his people and fight in this war. He has to try to get to the top of that pyramid, or at least try to get Goro to the top of that mm-hmm. pyramid, and kill uh, this elemental, and take that power. I think I realized power. why
1: I'm connecting so much with Kentaro right now, is that he's just as simple as I am. Right. He does not trouble himself. He's got three things. <laughs> he's got three things as well. Most of them are meaty fingers. Right. But that's it. He's just so simple.
0: He's a simple yeah. uh, man. Dragon. Yeah, man dragon simple tiger? Man dragon needs. Yeah. And tiger fur. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. You know, he just wants to serve his people, and he wants to live a comfortable life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he goes and he fights in this war to try to attain godlike power to protect his people, because whoever gets it is definitely not going to have the Shokan's best interest at heart. And he dies pretty early into that war. Someone kills him. It's not even clear who. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a canon answer. He just gets killed. (laughs) That's the end of Kentaro's life. Until the person who does make it to the top of that pyramid is Shao Kahn, And he kills that elemental, and he absorbs godlike power, and he's going to absorb all of the souls in the universe and become like an unbelievably powerful entity. Uh, But Raiden, the god that protects Earthrealm, also makes it to the top of that pyramid and tries to stop Shao Kahn. And in doing so, he sends a message back in time to his younger self, Mm -hmm. which is uh, the message, he must win. It's his best attempt at sending advice back in time for how to make a better timeline where Shao Kahn does not win. Uh, But it's like way too vague. So what happens is we now reboot the story. (laughs) We're in a new timeline where Raiden has the phrase he must win kick around his brain circa the first Mortal Kombat tournament, the one where Goro lost to Liu Kang. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's trying to figure out what that means, and it creates a butterfly effect that changes Kentaro's life as well as everyone else's life in the entire Mortal Mm -hmm. Kombat franchise. Um, So in the beginning of this new timeline, there's not a lot of changes for Kentaro. He, uh, you know, he hears about what happened in the first tournament. He goes and he fights in the second tournament to try to avenge Goro. He finds out Goro's still alive. Shao Kahn invades Earthrealm. He puts Motaro in charge. Goro and Kentaro go to Earthrealm. They're running around New York, like, breathing fire and ripping people in half. And uh, then something major changes. Because of the advice Raiden sent back in time, he manages to defeat Shao Kahn once and for all during that invasion and that's where things really start to change for all. Kintaro. A civil war erupts in uh, Outworld, and it, this time it's a very specific war. <laughs> Another one of uh, Shao Kahn's daughters, Melina, says that now that Shao Kahn is dead, she deserves to be the queen of Outworld. It's her birthright. And uh, the Shao Kahn oh, sorry, the Shokan throw their weight behind Melina because they're like, oh, she's right, and we see her as the likeliest victor, and she's also, she's half Tarkatan, half human. So she's like also pretty vicious and bloodthirsty, which they relate to. So they're like, yes, she should be queen. The other person on the other side of the Civil War is a former general of Shao Khan's named Kotal Khan. Well, Kotal, he hopes to be Kotal Khan, mm-hmm. which would mean he'd be the king. Um, he was not a major player in the story up to this point. He was kind of just like a good general, had his heart in the right place. And he really wants to have a peaceful future for Outworld, whereas he knows Melina's just gonna pick up right where Shao Kahn left off. So there's sort of the civil war going between nice guy, Kotal and warmonger Molina and the Shao align themselves with Molina. They go to war with Kotal's side and things go south really, really fast. Kotal fights Goro in single combat and uh, slices off all four of Goro's arms, but leaves him alive Damn. Yeah. Goro returns to the Shokan and Kintaro's like, oh my God, dude, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Holy shit. Then uh, Kintaro and King Gorback leave Goro at home and they go to try to attack uh, Kotal. And King Gorback gets his head smashed in Wow. and he dies. And Kintaro returns home and is like, it's all falling apart. Shit. This is terrible. Uh, He's like rising in the ranks of the Shokan by default. Just because at this point, class is thrown out the window. It's just about who knows the most, who's going to do the best job. Like It's desperate, desperate times for the Shokan. Uh, and Goro is like, we need to pick a new king. We have trial by combat to decide who the new king will be once a king is deposed. Uh, I'm going to fight. And Kentaro's like, please don't. I'm asking you as a friend. You don't have any arms. <laughs> I don't want you to die. Um It's just rough. And so before they do decide on a new leader, Kentaro leads an army of Shokan, pretty much whoever's left, to just go lay waste in a sneak attack uh, to Kotal's hometown of uh, Zankara in Outworld. And uh, when he gets there, they have a rude awakening because they think that it's going to be like a wise, like, oh, we'll attack him right at home and then maybe we'll win and it'll be a genius tactical move. Unfortunately, Kotal, they find out, has aligned himself Uh, With a mercenary unit from Earthrealm called the Black Dragon. And he fucking fires WMDs at the Shokan that he bought from these mercenaries from Earth uh, and kills like a large number of the Shokan, like just with fucking nukes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like how we go to this fantasy world where everybody has powers and unbelievable strength. And the thing that destroys all of them is just like, oh, some shit we picked up on Earth. Well, that's the thing is
0: like, our. Yes, they have magic and stuff, but this is a world where people mostly fight with their unbelievable strength. Yeah. A nuke is definitely more powerful than that. Get the job done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not as surefire as like magic, but also um, probably is a wider area of uh, radius of attack, radius. It has better range, probably. It's a goofy concept, but you're right. It's very logical. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if they go
1: to another world and they're like, oh, we can just like hit a button, great, let's do that. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, it's pretty intense. <laughs> uh, so Kintaro survives the WMDing and he tries to fight Kotal in single combat. But uh, look, this is a dude who already took down Goro and Gorback. Mm-hmm. So Kotal defeats Kintaro. Is it even, I mean, is it even like a fight? It's is really it quick. Close it's off. really, really quick. Kintaro. And Kintaro's like, just kill me. I just want this to be over. Damn, dude. Yeah. and there. And Kotal says instead, no, I'm going to spare you. We need to stop. This is is foolish. He appeals to the Shokan. He says, my vision for the future of Outworld is a time of peace. Your people can't handle more war. Outworld can't handle more war. We don't need to do this. Stop fighting me and align with me and let's go take down Melina and make sure that there's a peaceful future for Outworld instead. And the Shokan agree, and and Kentaro's like at the front of saying like yes, let's do that. So the he Shokan wants to keep his arms, yeah. So the Shokan are like first order of business: we need to elect a new leader, and uh, it is not Kentaro. I don't even think he wants to be the king. Instead, it becomes uh, Shiva. She becomes queen, mm-hmm. uh, the new queen of the Shokan, and they set sail for Shang Tsung's island, uh, where Kotal... We're uh, sorry, where Melina has set up her like sort of home base of attack, um, which is a little odd because I guess that means they go to Earthrealm and then sail there. But I also think that Shang Tsung's island's kind of hidden by magic and often its own little mm-hmm. area of Earthrealm. So, so like, they couldn't just like chill.
1: portal transport. They could show up in Hollywood directly on the set that they need to go to, but they right. can't just go to an island.
0: Well, I think they wanted to attack from the sea. I okay. don't know why. There was some strategy. Ultimately, it does not go well. <laughs> so they're on boats. Uh, you know, you got all these dragon people stomping around on these wooden ships like sailing towards Shang Tsung's Island. And um, Kentaro, we learn, actually has secret plans. I think his pride has been so wounded at this point and he's been through so much pain that while he does want to see uh, peace for his people, he does not believe in Kodal and he hates Kodal because Kodal is the man who killed gore back and sliced his friend's arms off and Mm the last that kintaro saw of goro goro was riding off on a horse saying i'm gonna go study blood magic and try to grow my arms back yeah so he was like he holds a grudge kintaro holds a grudge yeah and is secretly planning to assassinate kotal probably in the middle of this fight and then either they kill melina or melina wins either way kintaro's like the Shokan will be fine what's really important is that kotal like we get revenge, our whole mm-hmm. our whole species share the
1: whole vision that Kotal has, which
0: kinda seems like a good vision. He does and he doesn't. I think he does want peace. Historically, we've seen that there's a precedent that Kentaro mm-hmm. is amenable to peace. But he can't get over
1: the very personal. He, yeah, he
0: can't yeah. he can't get over what Kotal did. And I think that's part of like just the DNA of the Shokan. There's such a warmongering, like brutal, bloodthirsty race that measures themselves by their pride and their strength. So I kind of understand that he's like, no, this won't stand. He has to die. Mm -hmm. So uh, Shiva catches wind of this, of Kintaro's plan, and she storms up to him, and he's like, what are you going to have me executed? Fine, whatever. Like, I can't fight alongside this guy. I don't care. And (laughs) Shiva says, I would, but I won't, because there are so few Shokan left that I can't afford to lose another. But just know that you would have been executed otherwise. And that's like, it's just a brutal (laughs) thought to be like, yeah, you did something bad. And the only reason you're allowed to live is because there's like a dozen of us left and our species needs to have a future. Yikes. Pretty hardcore. Uh, Then the ship gets destroyed. Uh, You know, whoever, Melina and co were more than ready. They control pretty much all the magic in this world at this point. Uh, They were more than ready for these ships to arrive Mm -hmm. and they sink the ships and Kentaro realizes he can't swim. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's drowning. He has so many
1: arms to flap with.
0: Uh, yeah, but he's heavy. Uh, he's yeah. dense. You he's know? a dense boy. He's trying to swim. He's drowning. Uh, and Shiva saves him. I was going to
1: say, please tell me that's not how Kentaro dies. It's not how he dies.
0: <laughs> Shiva saves him okay. and brings him to shore. And he says, I was wrong. Uh, I pledge my life to you. Anything that you think is right for us for our people for me for you Shiva I will do it and so he pledges his life to Shiva and she says well then what we're doing is we're going with Kotal to war right now and we're going to battle Melina's army in Shao Kahn's like or Shang, Shang Tsung's like temple on this island mm-hmm. so they storm the temple but when they get there what they find is the Earthrealm warriors that had defeated Goro in the first place, like way, way, way back when, probably like 20 years ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, They've all had their minds poisoned by blood magic, thanks to Melina. Mm -hmm. And they attack our people. And Kentaro uh, fights Sonya Blade, one of the people who had allegedly killed Goro all those years ago. And she uh, rips Kentaro's head off of his shoulders. Wow. Her bare hands, thanks to blood magic. Dang. And Kintaro dies. For real this time? For real this time. Wow. But uh, as he's dead, as as he's being mourned, uh-huh. uh, Queen Shiva says that uh, he will be remembered honorably forever in the minds of the Shokan because he died a warrior's death. Mm. And the Shokan do manage to live on uh, and eventually find peace in this timeline. And it couldn't have happened uh, without Kentaro's help, so he's remembered forever uh, in the legacy of the Shokan as a hero.
1: So okay, so I mean, he's a hero, but he also like did not achieve anything he tried to achieve. He at all. did not achieve anything he tried to achieve,
0: but he acquitted himself honorably uh-huh. at every stage by Shokan rule. And he died a warrior's death, which is the most important thing. Okay. He died defending Shokan.
1: Right. He didn't drown, so he didn't so drown. He had his
0: ri- his head straight up ripped. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was from a comic. There's a panel you can see
1: it. I mean, that's definitely the way I'm gonna go.
0: But just ri- ripped. Uh, there's no better verb for what mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Not just, sliced. Just like fully ripped. Fully ripped. Yeah.
1: Just uh, it is gross. <laughs> I mean, you expect nothing less mm-hmm. out of a fatality from Mortal Kombat. Classic fatality, and yeah. that
0: is uh, that is Kintaro's story. So, post mortem, what do wow. you think, man? The, uh, considered one of the most underwritten characters in all of Mortal Kombat, that said, as I went through, I realized I think there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things. You know, not everyone can be a hero. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is mm-hmm. th- is the protagonist, uh, even in their own story. As it turns out, Kintaro <laughs> didn't see himself that way.
1: Um, you know, I, I love a character with a moral compass and I feel like he even though uh, a lot of the actions he was taking were even against, you know, the potential peace that Kotal Khan wanted to create, which seems like, you know, if you're actually if they actually like, you know, pitch it to you and you're like, hey, you know, w- wouldn't I love to just be able to, to live? Yeah. That would be great. I, I do love that he kinda he kinda stuck to to this pact that he had made, this promise for for vengeance. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I really connected with him, to be honest. I didn't think I was going to at all. You're a big time Kintaro. boy I'm a boy big now. time Kintaro boy. This is what I mean. I mean, you know, he's simple like me. He's a bad swimmer. I'm also a bad swimmer. Yeah. So in that moment, I was like, Ben, there. <laughs> sure. <know? laughs> yeah. I mean, so, how many
0: times have you had your head ripped off by a blood magic special forces soldier from the uh, United States of America?
1: I'll be honest with you, Ben. Dozens. Just once. Just once? Just once. When was that? Uh, Did we know each other? Uh, we had at that point, but that was before Raiden went back in time Got and it. created another Understood. timeline. So, okay. yeah, so things are a little bit different this time. Sure. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Kentaro. Uh, it's it's interesting when when uh, so every action a person takes is the wrong action, but mm-hmm. they do it all for seemingly the right reasons, which right. is another person trying to help somebody. Like, yeah, he was never doing anything because he wanted power. Right. You know, it was never like, oh, well, I'll just try to like, I'll kill Kotokan so that I can become the king. Mm -hmm. That wasn't his thing. No. It was like, no, no, no. Like you hurt my bud and his dad. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I like him. He's a great guy.
0: Honestly, I feel like this is a huge, huge moment for Kentaro because he's never gotten his due and I just feel proud to have gotten the opportunity to tell his story Mm Uh, and I'm glad that you agree that he is actually the most heroic character in all of Mortal Kombat. I think,
1: yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think he's he, I, he's definitely one of the most pure.
0: Hashtag Kentaro was a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Warrior's Death.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's beautiful tale.
0: That's Kintaro's story. Uh, and uh, that means it's time for the final segment of our show. A segment I like to call Choose Your Destiny, in which I uh, pose a question to you, Chris. If you were in the world of Mortal Kombat, who would you be? What would you be? What powers would you be? Where would you be from? What realm? What would your fatality be? Who would you be in the world
1: of Mortal Kombat? Great question. Mm-hmm. So I thank you. <laughs> you know, every time you ask this question on the podcast, I just go, oh, great question.
0: A terrific I, question.
1: What a cue. Yeah. Can't wait for the A. Yeah. Um, well, here's that A. Okay. Um, well, before, before I give you the A, um, um, I, I want to try something a little bit different here because. Okay. Uh, as I mentioned uh, at the top, show off, but go on. <laughs> as I mentioned at the top, uh, I've I've listened to every episode of the right. podcast, but I I am horrible at the game. I never really played it. I didn't know anything. The about game Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat.
0: Hey, I'm not good
1: at it either. Yeah. Well. Uh, me being not good of it translated into uh, me just never playing it and never looking Fair. into anything right. about it. You're a fearful so person. I'm a fearful person, yeah. which is my fourth thing. Right. Um, cowardice. Cowardice <laughs> is my fourth trait. Um, there's only five. <laughs> Can you guess the last one? Uh-huh. We'll get to that in my character. Mm-hmm. Um, horn so, so I. <laughs> <laughs> hor- horny and hungry. It's horn Yeah, <laughs> uh, That's my fifth. You, you nailed it. Uh-huh. Um, so... So I wanna I wanna uh, figure out what my character is, but I'm gonna need your help because I don't there's a lot of Hey. Uh, detail if you've that listened to know, these episodes, so. you know I'm more than happy Great. to help. Perfect. All right. So before before I tell you anything, I want you to make a guess about where yeah. you think what realm you think I would be in. And this is absolutely a test. Okay. Which realm do you think I'd be in? Earth realm. That's a fail okay you know where i'm gonna be i'm comfortable with that you know you know (laughs) you know where i would be where would you be order realm
0: order realm oh my god you know it dude okay first off you are 150 percent right Mm -hmm. second Mm -hmm. i would like to apologize to order realm and chaos realm because when i'm doing realm math in my head of like oh what realm would this person be from they never factor in yeah they're the two forgotten realms they to be clear In the continuity continuity of Mortal Kombat that we talk about, there are really only six realms that are still left standing. Shao Kahn already conquered and merged a bunch into Outworld. There might be other realms that exist. They just don't
1: really factor in. But it is Outworld. Let's go pre 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 Shao Kahn. I'm I'm thinking pre Shao Kahn starting to Well either either way,
0: Order Realm is still kicking post Shao Kahn.
1: Great. Yeah, so great. Order Realm was a good, good answer This is great, yeah, alright, yeah. Order Realm So I'm definitely Order Realm, whenever I heard you talking about it On one of the previous episodes, I was like, yep Now that's I, what I'm talking about I was like, you well, know what, I, I don't like that I'm from there yeah. But I recognize that I'm yeah. from it there It is of course <laughs> the realm
0: where uh, There is a insane police state uh-huh. And everyone lives by rules Yep Everything is based on rules oh my Everything God. is logic, everything makes sense Ben, you gotta slow down, you're making me hungry no, Nobody <laughs> acts irrationally um, that said, there is also a revolution that is going on there uh, by the people who don't like the police state and mm-hmm. feel like there's better ways to maintain order.
1: Yeah, more paperwork would take care of it. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely me. Okay, so I'm you're a, so you're from Order uh, Realm and you're part of the revolution. I'm a total narc. Um, yeah, yeah. So you're narking on the police <laughs> state. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. So uh, love love a bureaucracy. All right. Um, mm-hmm. So so that's that's where I'd be from. Great. We'll say uh, we'll say that I'd be called M- Mortal Christopher, uh, with spelled with a K uh, okay. why not? Because it's fun. Right. Um, so you're so, bragging that you, uh, uh am be aware easy to of kill. the video games yeah. and also, and yes, and th- yes, Ben, you're, All so right. you're already getting to where I'm going to be going with okay. this character. Cool. So, <laughs> uh, from order realm <laughs> known as mortal Christopher. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, life is good. I'm a child there. That's you're a child. I, yeah. Re- th- this is where it starts. I'm, I start as a child in order realm. Okay. I'm growing up life. Life uh, just makes sense, okay. which is great. The only infighting is is with cops, which, to be honest, they're just like, oh, you know, make sure you get in by 10 p.m. Definitely
0: not have the police day works in order around, but go on. Fair uh, again, I don't know. Anything hey, this is Mortal Kombat. It's pretty much like, hey. You jaywalked spear through your face.
1: (laughs) Okay, so that makes a lot of sense. Cool, we'll go from there. All right, so there's a lot of spears through faces. And you know what? This little boy is home on time and not jaywalking because I don't want a spear in my face. All right. All right? And that's because... You're a a cowardly and fearful young lad who follows
0: the rules, and it gives him immense pleasure to follow them. It makes mm -hmm. him horngry.
1: It makes him Yeah, and he is a legendary wimp. I mean a total weenie, right. and what, now I'm saying he, but what I mean is my character. Okay, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So mortal Christopher, <laughs> legendary weenie, right. not good at, right. at fighting at right, right, all. Right, right, right. Very happy to just live within the confines of these, rule um, these rules. a rules. So, um, so then I think what would happen is that uh, at a certain point I I realize that I have like this this power, mm-hmm. um, and and that's a problem because I just wanted to live by the normal rules. Yeah, my, my and you
0: secretly th- have like a rule breaking magic? Yeah, it and it's, like- well okay. what happens
1: is I can, I can make portals. The, to other port- portals. To other realms? Portals to other realms which okay. scares the shit out of me because mm-hmm. I don't want to travel anywhere I haven't been before. It's scary. What if I don't know the language? Right. Uh, what is
0: the first, What? how would you describe the first time that you open a portal? What, what realm do you open it up to? Where are you when it happens? Sure. And what do you see and what happens?
1: I think um, I'm in school, which I love. Right. Uh, and I sneeze. And uh, out of my sneeze, a portal opens up. Is that how it always comes? Yeah, it's going to be a sneeze. Okay. Um, a, a, a sneeze opens up on the desk in front of me, so I can just like, look down. Nobody knows that there's a portal there, but I can look down and see, like, oh shit, I'm looking into like Outworld. Okay. And, and that that, what do you see? I what, see is, what does
0: this young child see when they look through this portal?
1: Um, I see Kentaro. Uh-huh. Uh, and I see he's facing off with, a, with M- Motaro. Motaro, Motaro. Yeah. Kentaro and Motaro are facing off. And I'm just like, ah! And I freak out and I run away. Okay. Um, and so this this creates uh, a larger problem in my life, which right. is that now I know that I— I feel like
0: I'm now being told the this—I'm st- being told, like, one of those things— It feels like that Dark Tower movie when they were like, what's the way to to tell this phenomenal saga? All right, we make it about a regular kid from Earth who's just trying to get by. Yeah, he gets brought into the story of Dark Tower. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Uh, Great. I haven't seen the Dark Tower movie ever. It's
1: terrible. Read the (laughs) books, they're lovely. It's terrible. Um, So far, this story is great. Okay, thanks. Yeah, Um, great, because we're just getting started. Great. I know everybody else is just like, oh, my name is. R- Raffalon and i am in Earthrealm, um but this is just we're, we're scratching the surface right now so okay. this is where i'm going to start to need your help because All right. what happens with my character uh in this world is that the power starts to get stronger mm-hmm. but it can only make these kind of small portals like i can't control the size of it i can't control where they go right and but and i also can't control when i sneeze and these portals pop oh, up who can? and suddenly my family exactly right it's hard to hold in a sneeze uh, it's so easy in cartoons Not easy in real life
0: Yeah they like what Put a finger yeah, under their just nose just put a finger under like, Whoa, no, please, Almost sneezed please. Good thing I put my
1: Index finger under my nose Yeah right Bugs Bunny Bullshit <laughs> We're calling bullshit On Bugs and Daffy Right now um, So my family sees it Yeah uh, My normal everyday family Who also loves order And they do not love this Because this Is more like chaos Than order mm-hmm. You know what I They're mean They're like why don't you Go to the fucking yeah, why chaos, don't you go to chaos realm not you huh? like it so much Yeah. And you know what happens They kick me into Chaos realm that's what happens. Is it? Is it after you sneeze? I sneeze. I create a Chaos Realm portal. Right. And, and they say, this is dangerous. We yeah. can't have you around. We're already worried about spears being thrown into our skulls if we jaywalk. Yeah. Uh, we just want to live if a I normal, could, small if, existence.
0: If I could just briefly describe Please. how Chaos Realm and Order Realm look. Yes. Order Realm is uh, like an island floating in the clouds. A series of islands Mm. floating in the clouds with these giant towers and spires connected by bridges. Everything's very blue and green and like earth tones and very comfortable. Chaos Realm uh, is also uh, suspended in clouds, but it is a bunch of like crazed, swirling uh, rock formations that uh, don't abide by normal laws of gravity. Everyone there like rips their own face off for fun and twists their neck around. Wow. And they walk backwards because it's the wrong way to walk. Uh, So
1: peering into this world from Order Realm would be a living nightmare.
0: Yeah, there's also like a weird noxious green gas everywhere. Everyone's like laughing maniacally because they've been driven completely insane. Mm -hmm. There are monsters and it's, it's horrifying. So
1: probably what happens first is that something from... Chaos realm comes through the portal. Like Into I'm too order afraid realm. to go through the portal myself, but I've opened up a portal to this other world. And is that why you get so in some, trouble? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so chaos reigns inside of yeah. order realm in my maybe small Maybe
0: Havoc, the cleric of chaos. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. He's a skeleton who holds like a mace and casts uh, evil spells
1: dope so he comes through into like my little three-bedroom house with my little family yeah um and just starts like breaking the bookcases uh turning on spike tv which they're like this is what this is crazy they're playing basketball and trampolines this is like the 90s Dude, that by is the way. crazy yeah um. <laughs> and and so that's when my family tells me um okay we have something to tell you you were adopted uh, we were trying to raise you in this normal life but you're you're not our kid and we can't handle you anymore you need to get out of here and why don't you just go back to chaos realm they're very So you're from chaos. Realm. No 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 well they say no 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 cuz the portal's open. They okay. say go into chaos realm. Right. I don't know where I'm from. Okay. Right? So they okay. so so the only solution to them which is like I don't want my little life upended is get rid of the kid who's causing problems sure they push me through the portal that's already open again very small portal Mm -hmm. luckily i'm like i don't know 12 years old little boy so i'm able to crawl through Right. <laughs> right so so i crawl through the sloth they're like shoving and your. Now I'm in And in chaos realm Ben oh, man. and it's and probably
0: like a flaming skull oh like whooshes by laughing and you're like oh huh. well, what are you laughing at yeah. i didn't hear the start a, of that joke and then a dog and a cat that are best friends walk no by sense. and you're like no
1: that doesn't like like i'm, I'm walking around yeah, a park yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden like i see a squirrel running around and then like a nut eats the squirrel what yeah. no yeah. and i go that's not supposed to happen yeah it is insanity. Yeah. And I hate it and I can't stand it. So I go and like I hide for a while and like who's somebody else that I would meet there? Who is there any other characters? Mm. We have Havoc. Chaos Realm doesn't have a lot of like uh
0: significant characters, uh-huh. I guess you'd say. I think a lot of the people that are there are from like other realms and just like wound up there. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like, like was there for a while. I feel like uh Dramin, who's an Oni from he used to be a warrior of I think, outworld. Then he became a like a demon in the nether realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wears a scary mask and he's got a club for an arm.
1: So drumming? Maybe yeah. Let's so say I it's think, so. Like I get like taken in by Dramine, who yeah. recognizes that I have like some weird power. I'll Google it while you keep okay. Going. Cool. We'll keep going. We can always switch this around. We can Honestly, always, we can always switch it around. Things are things are just popping off. I have no idea where this is going right now. So, uh, so I'm hanging out with Dramine, and um, and he's using my ability. Anytime I sneeze, a portal opens, and he's using it to just like just prank people. You know, like a little portal opens up to Earthrealm. He's gonna throw a water balloon through it hit the president of the United States in the face with it. I don't know. He's just goofing. He's straight goofing with my uh-huh. powers. But at the same time, he's kind of like, you know, he's I I've re- I'm recognizing that like, oh, my powers can be used for evil. This can be a problem. Sure. So I'm afraid of it and I don't want to do it, but other people who are bigger than me are forcing me to do it, much like Kentaro. Um and then uh what happens is I actually outgrow the portal in size. So I can no longer go through the portal. I want to get back out of here. I hate Chaos Realm. I've been like maybe a prisoner of Dramine for a long time. And I tried to escape through my own portal one time mm-hmm. and I'm too big. Cause as you knew, uh, I was real fat as a kid. Yeah, so you're a chunky, <laughs> yeah. you're a chunky kid. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so Mortal I, Christopher is Mortal a, real, Christopher. A, he's a certified <laughs> show. Um, he eats his feelings. <laughs> yeah. Um, he doesn't know why any girls don't like him. Yeah. And so he gets real big yeah. and he can't fit through his own portals. The sure. his only escape he can't fit through. So he lives in chaos realm for like 20 years. And it's hell. Wow. So yeah. he's like 32 so now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 32 years old. Yeah.
0: Older than the real life earth realm Christopher. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm currently 30. Uh, yeah. mortal Christopher is 32. This is dipping in a high schooler playing
0: go. grandpa territory, but come
1: on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, n- uh, n- next what happens is that because he's outgrown, uh, his ability of this, of this portal, um, and because he's a legendary weenie, he actually discovers he has this other power. Like The portal itself is not something he can control, and so in a way, it just it becomes like a curse right. more than anything. Right. But he does have this power that he finds, which is that um, because he's such a wimp, he actually has cryomancy as well, much like Sub-Zero or Tundra mm. or Frost. Which but would his, mean... His cryomancy is not uh, ice, it's crying. He can make people cry. So that's uh, not cryomancy. It's not, no, it's because cry. It's <laughs> it's, it would probably just be cryomancy. It's cryomancy. You need to have a okay, different great. word. You can't so just take the word okay. from one thing and put okay. it on another thing. So a, Fair. You're a answer. So I'm a cryomancer. So I can make people cry. Okay. Which in order realm, like they do all the time when something good happens. Hold on. Yeah. I have a question. Sure. You can make people cry. Mm-hmm. Can you control that water or can you just... Emoti- no. You're just emotionally No, it's thick. pretty much just like okay. like pushing one emotion onto somebody. Okay. Because in a day, no, there are people that can control water. There's
0: rain... Uh, it's the name of a prince. He wears purple. Get it? Um, oh, but, uh interesting. But if that's not what you're doing, then I'm, I would no, say. I'm just trying no. to figure it's out the more, puzzle of where you're really from. Right. So it's more
1: parentage. about he is able to, uh, he is able to, I am able to, sorry, I just got to get used to saying I. Uh, I am able to yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, make people cry. Okay. Like, give them a feeling that makes them cry. Maybe okay. sometimes it can be a good thing. I mean, tears of joy, maybe. Sure. But it always makes them cry. Yeah. answer so um, i can think
0: of maybe like one or two times this would ever come in handy but go oh <laughs> he rarely
1: wants to do it yeah, yeah. you know sure like forcing somebody else to do but something he can like that? no yeah but he can All do right. it it's something that he finds out he can sure. do. sure um so then uh somebody comes to uh uh chaos realm to destroy it uh probably order realm it'd probably somebody from be, order probably realm?
0: hotaru from so hotaru order shows realm.
1: up and i'm like hey take me back with you Take me back to my world. I want to go back to Order Realm. Of course, I want, to, I want all this to go away. Spears you through the head? Spears me through the head. No, right before he does. He's about to spear me through the head. And I'm like, oh, no, stop. You're 32 years old. And yeah. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> like I said, legendary wimp. All right. Oh, well, please. Real oh, no. And uh, so instead of a fatality... Mm-hmm. He gives me a babality. Oh. He turns me into a baby. Okay. Which, as the listener knows, was... What what game was that introduced Mortal in? Mortal Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. Instead of killing somebody, you could turn them into a little crying baby. Yeah. Because he was basically like, you're already a little crying baby. Oh, you know baby. what? It
0: might have been three. Okay. Mm, I can't remember. But yeah. Go Fair. on.
1: I don't know. Sure. Again, this is all based on what you've said. And right. then the one time that I came over to your house and you were playing and you showed me what a babality was. Right. Um. So... So he's then turned into a baby, which so, so mortal Christopher was 32. Now he's six, maybe, six maybe months? 32 weeks, 32 <laughs> weeks. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So, but at the same time, he sneezes, that portal opens up, and now he's a baby again. He can crawl through it. Okay. He's the right size to go. So he's able to escape. Are you, are chaos you a
0: baby with the, Intelligence of an adult, or are you a baby with the intelligence of a baby? Like I when think, you crawl through the portal, like is, it like is a this baby like Day baby, Day baby out geniuses? situation where you're like, ooh, right. or
1: is it like baby geniuses where you're like, I gotta get out of here, doc? um I think it's kind of like baby geniuses where okay. it's like in my mind, All I'm right. like, gotta get out of here, you're, but on the outside, you're I'm just kind of a 32 year old man in a
0: 32 week well, old baby's yes, body, yes. and you I cannot communicate with people to chaos to order. To, realm. No,
1: no, no. This I don't control where the realm is. So this oh. time I go to Earth realm. Oh, okay. And you know where I go in Earth realm? Where? Shang Tsung's island. Oh, whoops! I show up on Shang Tsung's island, but you know what? This is this is before the tournament. Which so tournament? I'm having a good time. The first tournament.
0: So this is like between because they did have they had nine tournaments there before. The, okay, the like. Okay, this Mortal is between nine tournament. and ten. This is between okay. nine and ten. Okay,
1: okay. I show up after nine. So it's between the ninth and the tenth
0: yeah. tournament. The yeah. tenth tournament, of course, being the tournament that's featured in the game Mortal Kombat
1: Correct. One. Correct. Okay. So this is after the ninth tournament, right? And how much time was between the ninth and tenth tournament? Do you know? Mm. It's not clear. A, num- a number of years. It was 500
0: years over the course of 10 tournaments, so I guess you could extrapolate that there were 50 years. Okay. So there was, yeah, a
1: good amount of time. Yeah. So I grow up on Shang Tsung's Island again. Okay. I have a second grow up You have phase. a second life. Second life on Shang Just Tsung's Island. Just like the island. video game. And it's beautiful, Ben. Yeah. That island, it's magical. Okay. There's like parrots. There's fruits. It's. I make a beautiful oh, life for uh, myself. It's not, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, you find I mean, your own little corner I find you know, my own little corner I'm and willing also, to accept in that In c- comparison to Chaos Realm This is heaven on earth Sure You know And also For the most part I'm like not bothered by anybody Do you, so, is, so is Shang Tsung there? Shang Tsung Yeah but I kind of avoid him Okay I'm like Ooh, okay. That was so me you, scurrying so you away. live in secret I live in secret on his style island. Yeah. On this island yeah. Until I'm Until I'm probably like 24 25 Alright Weirdly really specific But go on And then you know what happens? What? Tenth tournament.
0: Okay, so you got yeah. so you landed there twenty four yeah. twenty five years before yeah. the tournament. yeah yeah we'll see. All that. right, yeah. So all of a sudden yeah. people start showing up. Yes. Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, Sonya yeah. Blade, Goro comes through a portal, and I'm hiding.
1: Yeah, because this scares the hell out of me. Right, and and now you know I'm also else, you know who I'm else also is hiding during that tournament who? canonically? Uh, reptile. You know what? I knew that. I saw him there. Okay, and I was so I was so scared that I hid in a cave. Okay, for like three months. So you're straight.
0: like hiding behind a pillar, yeah. and then all yeah. of a sudden but Reptile it- uncamouflages behind you and goes. Hey dude, this is my spot. And you go, oh! And you, you go, and you know, hide in the cave. I know. You got it. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: And even though I'm I'm hiding and like barely eating anything, right. I Still can't lose the weight. I'm still a big boy. So. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're chubby, so, twenty four so twenty five year old hiding in the cave with my sneeze portals. Right. Right. Um. So so then Shengsang Island, it it the tournament happens. Um. It, at some point, it doesn't like the the island get destroyed. Yeah, the island collapses at the end of that tournament. Yeah, and so it's collapsing around me. So it's collapsing around me. Right. And, and again, as I've you established, said you're bad I'm swimmer. a bad swimmer. <laughs> right, I'm as the line swimmer. continues to be blurred yes. between real-life Chris yes. yes. and yes. the Chris of the game. Hey, you asked me who I would be in this world. That's and true. I think so far,
0: I am spot on. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're so right. I from I the baby part to from, being 32 having years old. From a second life. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, so the... It's, it's all coming undone. Right. Um, and I realized o- I'm not going to be able to swim off this thing. Yeah, the of course. only way for me to have a shot is for somebody to take me with them. But they're not going to take me. But you know who they would take? A baby. I convince somebody to fight me. Uh-huh. And then what happens is as they're about to kill me. I go, oh, no, 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 don't do it. Oh, no. And they babality me. Okay. And I become a baby again. Hold on. I just yes. want to, just for setting. Yes.
0: It's while the island is crumbling, this happens?
1: Yeah, like right after the tournament, yeah. I'm starting to recognize, I feel the rumbles. All right. And I'm like, oh shit, putting together the pieces. I can't here's, swim well. Here's who could have done that okay, to you. great. I'm just going to run through your options Perfect. here. So Shang Tsung is
0: on the island as it falls in the sea. Goro is fighting Sonya Blade and Johnny Cage. Mm-hmm. Liu Kang is fighting Shang Tsung, actually. Raiden is there. And Scorpion and Sub-Zero mm-hmm. are fighting. So
1: here's what happens. Yeah. Johnny Cage babalities me.
0: He, does he know how? He doesn't know magic
1: at this okay, point. Okay, it's not Johnny Cage. Okay. It's who who babalities me. I
0: think probably your, your safest bet is either Raiden, who would probably decide not to kill you, mm-hmm. uh, or Shang Tsung, but he seems pretty distracted.
1: Okay. Just for the sake of the of the story that I'm weaving here. Right. Let's say it's Shang Tsung. Okay. I don't know that this is so, so bad. So
0: Liu Kang beats Shang Tsung. Yeah. And then Shanks he sees
1: me and he's like, well, let me just kill this guy. And I go,
0: oh, no, please. Maybe it's an accident.
1: Yeah. Okay. So he was trying to kill me, but yeah. he accidentally babies yeah. me. But then what happens is that Raiden sees me. And, and he goes, like, I must protect I this must baby. I must protect this baby. So right. he takes me with him okay. as he goes. Yeah. So then I grow up a ward of Raiden. Sure. And as this, hap- this is happening, I realize, like, oh, this dude is like, kind of a god, right? I mean, yeah. he's like, he, li- he has lived longer than I have. Uh, I've I've kind of like hacked time a little bit through Babalities. Yeah. I kind of realized that I could live forever. Sure. I could go from mortal Christopher to immortal Christopher as long as I continue to be a total weenie. And get Babality. And get Babality okay. every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that is sort of like I finally turned my curse into my strength and now I can, I know how to live forever as long as I'm okay with everybody hating me. Right. Um, but Raiden takes me in. I start to be raised by him and then I talking to him. I'm basically like, Hey, listen, I don't know where I'm actually from. I thought I was born in order realm. I thought that they were my family. I start sneezing portals. My family tells me, Hey, we don't want you anymore. You were adopted. You were like left here uh, we were just trying to help out, but obviously you're more trouble than you're worth. They kicked me out. Can you, Raiden, help me figure out who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing with my life? And he was like, yeah, sure, totally, no problem. Like, I have no idea, but, like, I'll try to help. I'll try to figure it out with you. Sure. So he and I start going on this journey to try to figure out, like, who I actually am. And to be honest, it takes a long time. I have to be babe-aladied a few different times. Okay. Over and over, keep uh-huh. keeping babe-aladied. Until... This one night when I like go into into Raiden's, I, kn- I knock on his little door. and How
0: small are we thinking the door is?
1: Uh Oh, the little door? Yeah. Um, It's probably like half the size of a regular door. Why? Because he wants you to bow every time you walk in. Okay. So that way you're sort of like already in a bow. Seems to be He's a for Raiden, but exactly. I'm willing to accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, that's just one of his doors. Sure. He has another one, right. but I'm like, mm, I'll bow. Right. It's well, like, like Chuck E. Cheese. It sounds like Mortal yeah. Exactly. It's like Chuck E. Cheese. Like there's yeah. a small door yeah, for the yeah, yeah. kids. <laughs> and for me, like I'm kind of stuck sure. there anyway, so whatever. So he calls me into his room and he's like, I think I know what's going on here. I think I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and he starts to tell me about uh, this this research that he's been doing into like where I come from and all the story. Right. And basically what he's figured out is that like that power that I have of of like putting empathy onto people, Yeah, that is something that is like innate to me. That is something that like nobody else has that. Right. It's the strange thing that like, that that I and, didn't and to get be it clear. Anybody. Have
0: you at any point made anyone cry at the, in the story? Yeah, line? totally. Yes. Okay. Uh, for the sake of um, so so far, yes. it is not relevant to your experience. It's not relevant right now. It is now. driven no part of your story. Yeah. yeah. But it's just something you're able to. Do. It's in your back yeah. pocket. Yeah. It's yeah. my back
1: pocket. Sure. It's this thing that I've got. Um. So he basically figures out like, oh, you know, you know that like one thing that you left home with. That was like your one thing that you were used to able to like, oh like uh take care of yourself on uh, in in Chaos Realm and and like build things to help you uh on on Shang Tsung's Island. And I'm like, Oh, you mean my knife? He's like, No, your Kami Dogu dagger.
0: You had a dagger this whole time? I had time? a dagger this whole time. Oh, okay. He
1: just he just saw it. Who he gave d- you the d- dagger? I was born with it. I didn't I don't know you I were born had with it like. I, had in it. I just hand? thought it was a knife. I just thought it was a knife.
0: Like so so you're saying that when you're Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm Just rewinding a little yeah, bit. Yeah, please. When your family in Order Realm uh-huh. found you as a baby, I had a big old knife. You had a, you were holding a dagger as yeah.
1: long as your baby body. Yeah, probably longer.
0: Yeah, probably sucking on the edge. Definitely, definitely. Then they were like, "Well, we'll let them keep
1: it." And yeah, they're like, "Well, we'll hold this for you for now." Until and when you're they old sent enough. you, so when they I sent you, probably it probably out of
0: spite. When they sent you back to Chaos Realm, yeah. they were like, "And take your fucking weird get your dagger goddamn from dagger from out of here too." Okay,
1: and I honestly, I was just whittling with it. Okay, which is also very true of my real life. I yeah. loved to whittle as a kid, you did. I whittled all the time. Yeah, it was just a great way to spend time. Right, you sit on the. I porch, would walk to the dollar whittling. store where, at that point, they. Sold dollar knives to a child. Oh, this is true. Many times. Okay. This is real true. I, I see. They would it's constantly a, sell the me... true, true? This is the truth. They would sell me knives all the time. Right. And I would always lose the knives and go back and buy more. And they were like, sure, kid. Here, have another knife. So...
0: Well, there's so, no law stopping anyone from selling a knife to a child. True, but you
1: would think that like somebody should be like, hey, maybe we don't sell the knives. I'd to probably kids. at least ask know. you what you
0: were using them for if a child was coming into my store and buying dozens of knives. And I would
1: keep saying, I keep losing them in people. Okay, and then they would be like, "Here, I have another one. then. Like a good one." So, <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, that's a kami dogu." Do- 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 you- right, and you you you've you never it? shown it to him before. No, I just like I didn't know that it was like important yeah. at all. He saw it like the last, like the the reason he called me is because like he saw the clip. Okay, of it, you know, okay, he realized what it was. He's like, oh, "Oh my god!" Yeah, kami dogu dagger. Yeah, um, so he calls me in and he's like, "When did you get this? How did you? How do you have this?" Um, and I was just like, I don't know. Am I in trouble? my baby binky. it's my binky. Yeah. Um, and he's starting to kind of put the pieces together and then he's like, oh shit, I have this thing that I'm going to tell you, uh, that I was going to tell you, but I, I I have to go. There's this, there's this guy, uh, Shao Kahn. He's climbing up this big pyramid. I got to try to stop him. I'll be right back. Wait.
0: So you're, oh, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So Raiden takes you after the first Mortal Kombat tournament. Yeah. He raises you hmm. before the before Armageddon. Yeah. yeah, that's like you're a baby when he takes you from the island, right? Yeah. All right. Canonically speaking, mm-hmm. when you have this conversation about the Kamidogu dagger, right? You're maybe six or
1: seven years old. Great. Perfect.
0: Okay, that's cool. actually great. Yeah, because there's not that much time between
1: the end of the first tournament and awesome. Armageddon. I'm six years old, but at the same time, I've I've got the mind of like at this point, what a, a fifty year old. Uh,
0: let's see. You, I'm doing you, Sudoku. You, you, you grew up to thirty two, and then you became and a baby, a baby and then you again. Grew up to twenty twenty five. Five. And then you became a baby, and now and it's been another, it's like six another six years. So you're like
1: 63-ish. Yeah. yeah. So I've got the mind of a 63-year-old, little body of a six-year-old. Okay. Trapped inside, growing again. Classic. But he's like, he's like, I have something very important I need to tell you, I'll, but I, I'll tell you after I get back. Okay. So I'm like, okay, cool. Have fun. Because I have no idea what he's going to do. So I'm like, have fun. Yeah. Because um, that's just classic me. Right. Um, and so he goes to like this giant apocalyptic tournament fight. Sure. Climbing up the mountain. He gets up to the top. And then he, and that's when he, he uh telepathic does he have telepathic powers? No let's say that he does. Well, yeah, yeah. sort of. Okay. It's a, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, okay, how about this? He, uh, he holds the, the medallion on he the sends side a message, on back on the in side time. of on the side of the pyramid, he writes something as he's heading up because he knows that that he kinda knows what's coming. Okay. Right. And he gets up to the top um and and he fails. And he and, and the fight happens and whatever and he, yeah, he, he, loses, goes, to he loses to Shakan, he Shah sends Khan. a message he back in time, he creates a new timeline. So then I after this after he doesn't come home I'm like, mm, "Raiden, where are you?" All right, now um, we're in sketchy territory. So I'm I'm this is me continuing on on the current timeline path. one. On timeline one. Uh, as discussed on the show, I will say Do you think it loops? I
0: think it's a loop. You think it's a loop? I think it's a okay. loop. I don't think okay. there is okay. a time beyond in order to Raiden stay, resetting time. In order to stay in canon then. Okay.
1: Um so he doesn't write this thing down on on a Pyramid on the pyramid, right? right? He just goes up and and time loops, but before he sends back his message, okay. As I'm kind of waiting for him because mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just chilling. I'm not going to this fight, sure. Clearly, yeah. Again, total weenie. Yeah. I I'm curious about what he was going to tell me, mm-hmm. so I go over into and I find like his notebook and I start reading it and I start seeing like all of this information about me and what I am that he was going to tell me, and I start reading and reading and I realize what it's saying is that oh like he's not a child he is not a man he is not a human he is something else and what I, what i find out is that i am actually another realm you are a realm i am i am a realm itself so all these realms were created from the one being right after he was torn apart yes with kami dogu daggers with kami dogu daggers by the elder yeah. gods uh, a a mistake a little, a little piece of it kind of flipped off into the ether. Okay. Not big so, enough to so create re- an entire rewinding land. Rewinding to the dawn yeah. of time.
0: Yes. There are the yes. Elder Gods and the One Being. Yes. The Elder Gods don't like the One Being. Mm-hmm. They use the Kamidogu daggers to split him up. Right. And those pieces become the various realms. Right.
1: A little tiny chunk breaks off. And probably you know what happens? It sticks onto the very tip of the Kamidogu dagger. Okay. As as it's being used to tear McLaren. Yeah, like one of the one of the one mm-hmm. of the elder
0: gods goes, oh, and loses their oh, grip on the K'thoggod dagger. Yeah, and then somebody goes,
1: "Butterfingers." Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: you've always you should be the god of butterfingers, you fucking dork. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they go, yeah. well, let's get back
1: to work." Yeah, yeah, sure. So, so that's what happens. So, you, you know, the various little pieces. pieces of the one being exactly.
0: become earth realm, become outworld, mm-hmm.
1: and then you, I as another piece of it. You're a realm fall, within a realm. A realm within a realm, fall into order realm, but in the taking the form of a child. Well, yes. So and every realm kind of has like their thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I, and so I'm reading and I'm reading it and it says like what my thing is. And my thing is this, this empathy, this ability to like, I mean, my, it basically is saying like, oh, it's like kind of that he's a bit of a weenie, but also specifically because he like spends too much time thinking about like, but is that going to hurt their feelings? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's why I can like make people, that's why I'm a crime Did answer. You, yeah. Did I. your therapist I help you with this? Uh, no, I'm currently <laughs> not cool, cool, seeing cool, a therapist. Please text me if yeah, I should. Yeah, if there are any cool therapists um, <laughs> who want to talk about this, please let me know. Um, and so so I'm reading all of this stuff and I'm realizing like, oh my God, I'm a whole realm. And then I see like what needs, like he basically wrote out like what, the, what needs to happen, what he was going to do after he got back, what he was going to tell me my mission was. Right. Which is that, in order to stop all of this fighting, I, the realm, had to merge with Outworld. So the only way to stop the fighting
0: among the various realms
1: was to give the would be if was just to give the you realm, realm, if the the realm that's kind of creating all of this chaos, not chaos realm, the creating all of this all of this uh, violence, warfare, the warfare, Outworld yeah. is is essentially to combine me with them. Why? Because uh, obviously, winning. Winning uh means that you can combine these realms. Would it would put my empathy into them. Think something it, that so, they lacked. so
0: you so it's not that Outworld would become sentient itself. Right. It's that I would be everyone no in Outworld yes. would gain uh empathy yes. that I would, would be... stop them from wanting Chances are, like their
1: realm would would be this would look the same. Right. It's just it would kind of slightly everyone would be nice. Everyone would hold everyone, hands and sing the song from the end of the and grinch. be like a little bit more of a little weenie. Okay, like you everyone know would, what I mean. Like, a, a, they who, wouldn't who love warfare use A so little much. more weenie. In yeah, order. exactly. And that's my tagline. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. So that's what I realized. Like, and this is a lot of information for me to take in. Okay. But essentially, that means that when Raiden was up on top and he sends this message back, he must win. He wasn't talking about Chao Kahn? right he was talking about me mm. i have to win and in order to merge myself with outer world right. outworld in order to stop the uh, the overall fight sure yes and so in the yeah. end but in the end he never figures that but out in, but he never got that in information. the second timeline but he looped it he looped the he timeline. looped it him saying he must win right. also took away all of my knowledge about that right and just kind of started shit over
0: okay and then ultimately as we know in the most recent Mortal Kombat game in that second timeline uh, time winds up being erased entirely and there is no time anymore and everything's going to start again from the dawn of time in the next Mortal Kombat game
1: yeah so get ready for Mortal Mortal Christopher Christopher, uh, the next time the one being gets torn asunder great great. and there you have it so that's that's what I think my character would be nice concise answer to the question of
0: who would you be in the world of Mortal Kombat
1: (laughs) yeah no problem I'm just happy to be a part of it and yeah uh, yeah, I was glad to be on the show
0: (laughs) Uh well Chris thank you so much for sharing the the saga of Mortal Christopher uh for joining to talk about uh the surprisingly sympathetic journey of Kentaro
1: my uh, new favorite character.
0: Yeah, equally sympathetic and empathetic but not as much of a weenie.
1: Mm-hmm. That's very true, but yeah. maybe he would be. Kentaro is
0: the moral Christopher The moral Christopher aspires to be <laughs> Exactly Second banana There you go uh, Cool So um, where can people find you And hey this is fun Because I never plug my own stuff uh, What would you like to plug That because we're in a, a Forever business marriage uh, Is also a plug for something I'm
1: doing Oh yeah Hey listen if you're out there and you're a producer, uh, you're making feature films, you're making TV shows, and maybe, you're, maybe you want to read one of our scripts. We've got a couple of things coming out. We're pitching a new show. we we got a new movie that we're sending out soon. Take a read. You're going to like it. Uh-huh. It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to work with us? We'd love to work with you. Cool. What do we got coming out that's uh, produced, Chris? We got a new show coming out on Netflix. Uh, early next year. Early next year uh, called Keepo in the Age of uh-huh. Uh It's an animated show. It's Crazy wacky. If you enjoyed the the many stories of Mortal Christopher, the show's exactly the show show, I I ripped it all off of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um (laughs) so definitely, definitely uh get Netflix now if you don't have Netflix. I would definitely look up the
0: look up the app. It's on the app store um, Netflix.com. And you can also get it through the website Netflix.com. Um
1: so we got that. Uh season two of Final Space is wrapping up right now. Um, but we got to work on season two as well. And uh, yeah, we TVs, have on, on TVS and also Adult Station. Swim <laughs> and an Adult um, Swim yeah. on Adult Swim and yeah. TVS and, um, and yeah, and, uh, and a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a commercial we're working on. Maybe it'll we're come out. We're working on a somewhere. commercial. So there you go. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and you can find me very inconsistently on Twitter at Chris Amick, C H R I S A M I C K. Sometimes I tweet things, sometimes I just don't because I, I don't know if I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tweet but, tweet and delete. That's hey, my if, policy. You, if you enjoyed if you enjoyed this episode, you can definitely talk to me there. That'd be fun.
0: Yeah, Chris doesn't have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot so of if friends. you guys could just buddy up to him, my therapist
1: won't even call me back.
0: Yeah, he won't answer yeah. any of Chris's texts. Going, am I nice enough?
1: Yeah, exactly. He just keeps being like, I don't have enough time for these stories. He's, can I make you cry? Uh, <laughs>
0: cool. Well, thanks, Chris. As always, you guys can find me at Ben Meckler on all the social platforms. There's also a Mortal Podcast Twitter that I am pretty much just going to use uh, to tweet uh, Mortal Kombat memes. Also, shout out to the dude who made a really great Mortal Podcast meme for me last week, uh, which was the Monsters, Inc. characters representing a Wendy's manager and a Wendy's cashier, and then Mike Wasowski representing me saying, hey, okay, so here's everything you need to know about Mortal Kombat lore. It was good. It made me laugh. Uh, Thanks for doing that, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Until then sayonara sayonara